Thanks for listening in to the official Heartland podcast. This is Amber Marshall sharing with you the inside scoop of what goes on behind the scenes with some of our lead cast and crew. We're looking back at 15 seasons reflecting on the history of Heartland and leading up to the premiere broadcast of season 16. For those of you in Canada, you can watch the season 16 premiere of Heartland on CBC and the free streaming service CBC Gem starting Sunday, October 2nd. From forming relationships and building the Heartland brand, executive producer Tom Cox dives into the beginnings of casting and developing the multi-generational show we all know and love. Tom Cox, executive producer. So our participation in Heartland starts with a call from Michael and the CBC saying, we've got this show based on a series of books. Um, It had originally been thought that it would be filmed outside Montreal, but the CBC was very clear that they wanted it to be a Western show and Michael was very happy to comply. Um, And so they came to us. We had a lengthy relationship with the CBC going back decades. Um, So we formed a partnership with Michael and that's how it all started here. Well, Heartland, the book series was very clearly a, a teenage story about a girl who loves horses. And I think there were 12 books when we started. So, you know, in season 15, we're over 230 episodes. So obviously it's evolved well beyond the scope of the books. Um, It's become a decidedly a multi-generational co-viewing show, um, not just focused on teens, but focused on multiple generations. I think that's a that's a, a significant evolution, um, and obviously the stories have taken us from a girl who was turning sixteen to uh, a single mom whose husband has passed. That's a that's a remarkable trajectory for a character. Um, but I would say, at its heart, it's still a story about a girl who loves horses. Casting was really interesting, and the immediate yes was Amber. She was, is, will always be Amy, the perfect Amy. Um, And that was apparent from the get-go. The big surprise for me was Sean Johnson as Jack. Um, Sean's much younger than Jack. And I think we initially thought he might play Tim, um, but we decided that he would audition for Jack as well. And it was a really interesting read. And and I think we were all struck immediately by how comfortable he was in that character. And uh, so that was a that was a big surprise. And um, and of course. Um, Chris Potter is the perfect Tim, so it kind of worked out all around. But that, yeah, Sean as Jack was a surprise. And and now looking back, it's like, how could that have been a surprise? It's the most natural thing on earth. But it, it wasn't where we started. I think Heartland resonates with audiences because it's real. It's inviting. It's aspirational. The characters are really relatable 
And I think it's compassionate. It has a compassionate view of humanity. And, and, um, and it's, you know, in a gorgeous setting. Um, I met a woman once who actually moved to Alberta as a result of watching Artland. Not just came to visit, moved. Um, so I think it resonates with audiences for, for all those reasons. Boil Heartland down to a few episodes. That's um, actually impossible for me. I, I could maybe boil it down to, you know, a couple of dozen episodes. Um, well, the trajectory that I think is essential over the course of the seasons is the trajectory of Amy's relationship with Ty. That first drive-by when he's driving by her in the truck um, to their first kiss to his proposal. Ty, look. Make a wish. I wish I could spend the rest of my life with you. Amy Fleming? Will you marry me? To the wedding, to them going into business together, the birth of Lindy, and of course his passing. That's, that's a pretty remarkable evolution of character and evolution of story in any circumstance and to have the opportunity to do that has been phenomenal but i would say those are essential episodes and there are too many to boil down into anything that you could hold in one hand uh, obviously the other trajectory and, and the other episodes that i think are essential involve amy and her work with horses and that starts with the pilot um, her, the first join up as it's called um and she's in that episode working through grief, which is interesting, the death of her mother, and um, but still manages to find that connection with a horse that's profound and, and inspirational for viewers, for sure. Then the first episode, I think, of season two, in which she's dubbed the Miracle Girl, um, and it's, you, you, know, you know that she's got a real gift. Um, there's nothing perhaps miraculous about it, but it's, again, it's, it's a profound gift. And so all those episodes, her liberty work with horses was so astounding, so wonderful to watch. That was so uplifting. Um, so it's all those episodes that show the connection between humans and animals, that show the connection between that character and horses in a way that I think makes us all want to be better people and makes us all want to have relationships of that kind um, with some animal or someone. I think, so those are essential. And again, maybe that totals 30 or 40 episodes. I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting looking at the relationships that have formed on set they formed pretty quickly in a meaningful way as a as a unit the cast um, i think really bonded 
the crew really bonded as well. We have, and we have some of the same crew that we had 15 years ago. Um, and I would say that one of the reasons for the success of the show is the fact that those relationships are strong and really respectful. They're not always congenial. No family relationship is always. But I think there is tremendous respect and tremendous appreciation for, um, for each other on set and behind the camera as well. Um, so I think there's been a real family atmosphere pretty much from the beginning. It's evolved, but it is as strong, I think, as it ever was. And that's pretty remarkable. We've had a lot of um, guest stars over the course of the series. They weren't always stars when they arrived, but many have gone on to have remarkable careers. Um, and we can say we knew them when. Tatiana Maslany, for one. Hey, Kit. Hey. I uh, heard about you and Caleb. Oh, yeah? I'm just uh, going to have coffee with him. So you're not mad at him, then? Mad about what? I don't know. I just figured. You know, Caleb, he's... Boy, you're a terrible liar. I'm sure he wants to tell you himself. And there are a number, and that's fun to go back and say, oh my gosh, there's so-and-so. Um, Heartland also has a tradition of nurturing its supporting roles. And I think of, you know, Mallory and Caleb and Jade and, and a number of uh, now Parker and Katie and... We, we do a wonderful job, I think, of incorporating those supporting characters in a way that's meaningful. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, Georgie, wonderful example, um, no longer a new character, but um, brought into the show to represent a, a, a different generation. And I think she did that wonderfully. She's a superb actor. Hey, Georgie, that was... Really amazing out there. Thanks. I'm just glad he likes me again. Peter and I have been doing some talking, and we had something we wanted to discuss with you. You see, we don't want you to leave. And in fact, we would really love it if you would consider staying here with us and with Katie. Um, so we, uh, yeah, it's both those guest stars that are wonderful to look back on, but I also look at our own cast and the supporting characters and the fact that they are becoming stars. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Where will Heartland go in the future? I think when you have great characters, grounded stories, a brilliant writing team, a brilliant cast, a dedicated crew, the story well never goes dry. And I think uh, that's as evident in, in season 15 as it was in season one and two and three. So I think the sky's the limit. Um, the fact that we're following a, a main character who was turning 16 when we met her and is now a single mom um, 15 years later shows that Again, if you have a grounded character played by a wonderful actor, you're always going to 
be interested in her life. You're always going to be interested in her adventures. And, and that's true of everyone in our cast, everyone in our Heartland family. I'm you know, always interested in what Jack's going to be up to next, what escapades Tim's going to be up to, what Lou's doing. I, so there, that doesn't get old. Heartland is timeless because of the strength of its stories and the, and the groundedness of its characters. And, and you know, the, we have such a wealth of talent. I, I, don't, I don't know why it would end. To be honest, if it was getting stale, if viewers thought it was getting stale, if the cast were going, oh my God, do I really have to do this again? If, if any of us were getting the sense that, you know, it's over, then, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to have that conversation, but I don't see it. I don't see it in the cast, I don't see it in the crew, and I don't see it in the writing. So, you know, as long as the network's there and as long as the fans are there, I, I don't know why we wouldn't be, because it's, it's as interesting as it ever was. Thanks for being a part of this amazing journey. That concludes our latest episode of the official Heartland podcast. Tune in next time and we will have another special guest giving their intel on 15 seasons and the history of Heartland. We'll have new episodes of the podcast every Tuesday and Friday until the Heartland season 16 premiere on CBC and CBC Gem, Sunday, October 2nd.